Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? intro these but i guess i don't have to what oh um it's your birthday mate yeah so mark three two one happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you me. happy, happy birthday, birthday to you me. happy birthday, birthday dear Matt. 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 Happy birthday about you. <laughs> that's right this film's and filth this is in Canada podcasting today's movie is not on the list though it does have a 4.2 leading it relatively close to the uh, filth zone, but not quite there. But yeah, I chose, I guess we should do intros first. It's Matt here. There's Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi. Here's Luke. Hi, Luke. Hello. There, we did that. Okay. It's the Country Bears. I've chosen for my birthday. Not necessary because I think it's a great movie. Not necessary because I think it's a bad movie, but Luke wouldn't care because there were bears in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I find it like one of the most, baffling movies i've ever seen if you had told me that this was basically muppets versus christopher walken i would have already watched it (laughs) yeah 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 i guess we should say right out that the muppets 2011 movie basically repurposes this plot which is kind of (laughs) fine because nobody watched this movie Uh, yeah in a way I, i think the the angle they took here is less wholesome but more funny yeah i guess watching it one um there's so many things like weirdly wrong about this movie in a, in a fun way, like in a pop culture trash gym way. Like one, who did they make this movie for that? That's the thing that, I mean, I know I totally get why this movie flopped because it was 2001. Unfortunately, people wanted to see CGI. They weren't going to see puppet movies. Nobody wanted to go and see a movie with like three minute country music interludes. <laughs> By I burgeoning still... stars that didn't end up becoming stars. I mean, there are, there, and then there's also star cameos. Like, yeah, Elton John's Elton John. And then there's, who who the fuck is Crystal? <laughs> um, Crystal, I, I looked this up. I couldn't I resist too. because uh, Crystal had some movies that were big hits on Disney soundtracks. Um, the other cameo, the girl in the, the diner sang that song Crush from like the 90s. It's just a little crush. Da, 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 da. You know, you remember that? Nope. No. Well, it was uh, not a big hit, but it was enough that it has been in my head sometimes throughout my life. A very long time. <laughs> Since that was a very long time ago. This does make me think of um, my daughter thought was laughing last weekend because my wife's phone got a notification that her phone, the user of that phone, which is her, is in the top 2% of Megan Trainer listeners. Nice. Oh, all right. So apparently she's been listening to a lot of Trainer, which I think she's kind of in that. I, well, she was more, I mean, people would still recognize her name and probably not Crystal or that person. Yeah, she's, she's one of the ones who actually did break out from being a Disney star. I I believe I'm... Musical. Yeah, I, I believe I'm in like the top three percent of Carly Rae Jepsen listeners. 
or something so, like that. Probably the same on our phone as well, to be honest. <laughs> uh, me and a student were trying to remember Carly Rae Jepsen's name the other day, and we couldn't. So apologies yeah. to all Carly Rae fans out there. Sounds like she would be a country singer. Like, can can I ask you something, Matt? Sure. What What is country music? I still don't know. I don't understand. Uh, I don't know what country music is. What's like? Are we going like old school or new school? New school is just no. Rock with just twang. tell me what country music is. I don't know. I don't feel like I know. Folk blues played by white people. What What about Little Nas X? He's country music. What is that? How is that? I gave you the old school definition. Okay, I just don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like country music is like the possibly the most catch-all genre that that is a non-genre that's ever existed, even surpassing things like electronica and grunge, which I don't know what those things are either. I mean, I guess twang is the main signifier. Things are twangy. The voice is twangy. The guitar is twangy. If you got some twang, people yeah. in the country. You you require twang, and you can do anything you want. Just put twang in it. That's it. Because I think that makes sense to me. Yeah, I just a lot um, of the modern stuff is just basic, plain ass rock songs with a little bit of twang added. Have you because, seen the um the Bo Burnham piece on modern country music? I have not. I keep meaning to watch all this stuff, and I forget. He does he does a bit about modern country music where it's just rich guys using a series of key phrases that make it sound like they can relate to people in the south. And that yeah, makes sense. I can't remember any of the lyrics, so this is a bad anecdote, but you should go check it out. Well, I mean, or, I can uh, relate to these bears. Yeah, or you could um, you know, watch the the Kim Peel sketch with the racist country song that I'll teach you something about country music. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that one? Well, no. Oh, I, uh, I don't. I mean, I just have all all watched random appeal sketches all over think, the place. I, and never I watched that one watched because it. Matt showed it to me. Mm. <laughs> or was it Maddie? I think Maddie was showing us all those. Yeah, he got me into um, Key and Peele. I'm pretty sure you showed me that one specifically. Okay. Yeah, because maybe it could be in the Southern Boy. I mean, not not like the Bears. I guess that's the thing. Mark and I like walk. You know, well, me not, no longer. But you know, we walk past weird country people in Atlanta. Atlanta's kind of an island. You know, but especially you leave the city, things get weird real quick. Things have changed a little bit. Uh, I would say that a lot of the people in the suburbs now are just sort of milder, rich people. And then a lot of the people in the city are kind of obnoxious, horrible, rich people. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I guess there used to be more suburban rednecks. And then I, and I should throw out that my my parents house is about a kilometer away from where Leonard Skinner recorded their 70s albums, which I think is funny. Hmm. You know what? I kind of like Leonard Skinner after whatever, except I've accepted that they're kind of good. It's and this also is, I guess, because the band now includes, I think they now have zero original members. So it's just, I mean, you know, half of them died <laughs> I mean... in the 70s and I'm playing Crash. But uh... oh, I was going to say, I hope the original members form a new <laughs> band and we get like a Sugar Babe situation. Oh, the easiest thing. What, what's the I wanted did that Goblin. That's the one where yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there are a lot of bands did that. I, I wanted to make a meme that said "Who died and made you Leonard Skinner?" But I just decided that was too mean. <laughs> Didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be a great name for their album. But I think didn't. I mean, didn't ACDC? Yeah, that's a joke that they can make. <laughs> yeah, I think ACDC did something like that. Well, Mark could maybe get a job as a touring member of the current Leonard Skinner. Then he can make that oh. meme. I mean, have you guys ever listened to the band Unsane? That sounds like a name I've heard. Well, the, their first drummer died in a drunk driving accident that I think he caused. 
and their second album they just put a, a fake like bloody car crash on the cover oh, I mean, okay. that, that doesn't you know that doesn't surpass like mayhem who put out the bootleg ep with the dead guy who killed himself on the front of that the actual guy whose name oh. was dead his name was dead <laughs> and now he's dead. Mm-hmm. okay yep my name is dead and i'm dead okay yeah. you can look that up that is uh, that is something you can view if you choose so, um anyway. that's what he was born to do like <laughs> all of us so matt did you did you, are you nerdy enough to know the things about the country bear jamboree like this the history of it and all that oh stuff? yeah i know way too much about the country bear jamboree See, I went into this film not even knowing if the country bears were a thing before this film. <laughs> I, I looked it all up after. That's kind of what I like to do. I only finished um, watching it last night, and then I immediately played Bayonetta until the end. And then I went to nice. sleep, and I woke up, and now I'm here. Good deal. Um, I don't have this. My tabs got all messed up. No, but there was something like the story of the, the conception of it. You tabs before the party. You didn't invite us. <laughs> Sorry, I'll invite you next time. Matt's birthday tabs. Um, anyway, uh, there is something along the lines of that Walt Disney loved bears, like the idea of singing bears. And the last time anyone saw him alive, late. he walked into a room, and a guy who was who was planning this uh, this the country bear jamboree was going to be part of a ski resort in uh, California. This didn't happen. But he saw these bear illustrations and then just laughed and laughed and laughed. And then he died. said, uncharacteristically, he said goodbye. <laughs> I guess it, or he said goodbye in an uncharacteristic way. And then that he was known as Walt's, Walt's last laugh. That was his, um, <laughs> so, um, but also, Christopher Walken loves bears. Uh, I think Dana Carvey had. I knew I liked Christopher Walken for some reason. Yeah, he said that that script. He said the script was one of the best he'd ever read. He compared it with the Deer Hunter. He loved it, <laughs> and uh, that makes me love it as well. And him. Mm. There we go. I guess I'll do a story for this one. Um, mm. I feel like this is one where people might come in having not watched the movie, but you know what? Watch it. You're gonna have to watch it in full frame. This movie is so uncared for. The widescreen transfer was never put onto home media. <laughs> I didn't even remember what I watched it on Disney Plus. I can't remember what yeah, it was. So did I. I, I. I just went back to check, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we were watching, or I was watching in full frame, and you probably were too." They they did not release it on DVD, or I guess they were still doing VHS. And I don't, would I have noticed that? I didn't. I know. I don't know, man. Uh, Saltburn was in full frame, and I noticed that. But well, whatever. That was supposed to be in full frame, right? Exactly. It was filmed that way. But I mean, that was the thing is, I noticed it. Okay. Yeah, this like one the um, the Snyder cut. Yep, you're I mean, actually seeing one... more in the full frame. Oh yes, <laughs> I need Batman to be taller, please. Oh yeah, that was also annoying when I tried to watch the Snyder cut. Full <laughs> frame. Yeah, I didn't like that. We well, you you know what the solution to that is. Zack Snyder's vision, Matt. The solution to that is not to watch it and steel blue. Black. Well, that's great, but not, nothing not says Superman like gray. It's not contrast, contrast enough to be a true black. It's kind of like dark gray. Anyway, that's... where were we? Story for this movie. I I, I wrote a lot of names in because, of course, I did. Barry Barrington is a young bear obsessed with the Country Bears band who broke up ten years prior. After Barry's brother Dex reveals that he is in fact an adopted member of the otherwise human family. Barry one, runs away to the Country Bear Hall. He meets the hall's caretaker, Big Al, 
and the Bears manager Henry and learns that a banker named Reed Thimple has a grudge against the Bears and plans to tear the place down. The three Bears go on a road trip to get the band back together. Excuse me, Al doesn't go, just in case everyone's yelling at me. They find bassist Fred Betterhead doing production work, fiddler Zeb Zubler drinking too much honey, one-string-thang player Tennessee O'Neill doing marriage counseling, and singer Trixie performing in a country club. It takes a little more work to recruit singer-guitarist Ted Betterhead, who immediately brings up past grievances and breaks up the band again. Barry returns home, especially since his family thought he had been kidnapped and sent two idiot cops after him. Ted has second thoughts, though, after reading Barry's school essay about the country bears, and the concert goes on, saving the hall. Okay, there we go. Well, I just wanted to say everyone's names. Zeb Zubler, that's a good name. Yeah, good names in this. So uh, how, how high would the ticket prices have to be for that to save the, that's $20,000? So... Like two hundred bucks ahead, five hundred people. Well, no, they had a, they had quite a few people in there. They had people outside 50 bucks. too. Yeah, twenty bucks, fifty bucks plus. They probably did like a, a donation bucket as well, not just ticket prices. Yeah, there'd be I'm a just, few high rollers, you know, that really dig the bears. I'm so damaged by today's ticket prices. Like I'm just like three hundred dollars. Try going to Disney at all. Ooh, yeah. Try going to Disney for under two hundred dollars. <laughs> We're going to Disney in a couple months for Matt's. Well, as people awesome. listen to this, we're going very soon for Matt's yeah. birthday. <laughs> nice. That's but it's great. not so bad here. It's worse in America. America is like yeah. you need to buy your ticket six months in advance, plan what ride you're going to do four months in advance, and then like have eight forms of identification when you get there. That sort of stuff. Where Japan is still like go buy a ticket, enter. <laughs> I have a student who goes there literally two or three times a month. That's intense, and they live in Nagano. Yeah, okay. but like her and her mom and her dad are all Disney people. So, mm. so question is: Is Disney in general there less like a upselly? Is there is there less like people trying to guilt you into buying pictures and stuff like that, or is it more like that? that mm, I think there's plenty more, of. Oh, I mean, I've never been inside. To be fair, more specific merch. I would say, mm. like they have like every you know, there's always like limited edition. Like you know, there'll be like a Big Owl plate or something you can buy for like three months but uh, american disney probably doesn't even have country bear merch uh as we're recording I mean, this, they just closed the florida one last week it'll be a, a month ago yes. as this airs but uh yeah they, uh, they're going to refurbish and have a new one but it's going to be different it's not going to be the same thing uh when i, I went to usj thing. they were perfectly willing to let me just like let my friend just take pictures of me with peach and then if i wanted to i could buy the official one that they didn't like was well, like no, no pictures. Only the official picture. It wasn't any of that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you want a picture with Mickey at Disneyland, I mean, and you're there on a busy day, people wait like four hours to get a picture with Mickey, which is insane. Standing in line. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, I guess I was more thinking of like this people running at you, being like, "Hey, let me uh, want to take a picture. Want to sell the stuff?" I I feel like it would be less. No, we That's that's just not a thing in Japan generally. Like yeah. people wouldn't stand for that. I mean, they don't even ask That's me to nice. help you in stores. You have to ask them for help. No, I get asked. You just don't look friendly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, currently the only place you can see the, the country bears is in Japan, uh, mostly in Japanese. So, mm -hmm. uh, and the weird thing about this movie too is uh, they closed the Disneyland one like six months before this movie came out or maybe a year, <laughs> six months to a year. It's like, that's insane. A little synergy, people. What are, what are you doing? 
Well, um, I did. I did look up a little bit about the actual attraction, and I tried watching a video of it, and I got bored after about ten minutes. It's um, only fifteen there, minutes. Well, okay, then I don't feel as bad. Yeah, I, I think it was also a very bad. It was like really far away because they were obviously sharing a very old video that was probably filmed with a oh you could find much camcorder of the thing I was I was thinking about making you all watch one but then I was decided that's probably obnoxious. There's I would a have song... just not watched it and lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> it it did really kind of have Muppet vibes to it, so it kind of makes sense that the Muppet people were uh, tapped for this. But there's apparently a song about hitting your child called "Mama Don't Whoop Little Buford," and the punchline is, "I think you should shoot him instead." It's <laughs> right. like a song it... with about blood. I don't know. There's some... that one is in um, Japanese on the Japanese version, just so the Japanese yeah. can understand the joke too. Some of the songs are still in English, but some of them are translated to Japanese yeah. and Tokyo Disneyland. So, yeah, there um, there was there were some weird issues with this film. I think Disney mandated that they were doing the puppetry to a pre-recorded track, which caused a ton of problems because uh, Muppeteers don't usually work like that. Mm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of weird camera angles and stuff, and. Uh, I think some of the story beats are kind of like the joke that the bear had a human family was amazing. And then almost immediately the guy tells him he's, he's a the, the brother no, tells like, him he's adopted and he runs away. <laughs> like, oh, but man. also they, they still kept that joke going and it remained hilarious. Like when the that police are and they're asking for like identifying features and she's like, I'm not really. And the kids are <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then there's the, the, his and, um going but we haven't really notes. talked about this film yet so i guess i'll come out and say it <laughs> their names i are love Barrington. this film this film yeah, is I'm amazing <laughs> yeah i'm into it i mean i, I did it. i did fast forward through all but the first song once i realized what they were going to be like yeah but the rest of the film was incredible <laughs> yeah yeah this is um... one, one one of the reasons it's my birthday film i need people to tell me if I, i'm an idiot for enjoying this film no this I film am. is legitimately no, is really good. funny this is uh, this is like to me as good as the Ninja Turtles movie with the same technology. It's just a different. Yeah. It's just different story. But you know the bears. This is, this are is up there funny. with Muppet movies. The only thing I think lets this film down is that I don't think the songs were funny. And when yeah, it's just like, let's take a break from these jokes to just listen to a country song for a few minutes. Whereas if they it, played into the jokes more during the songs, this would have been an old timer. They made such a yeah. weird choice too with um. Because if you saw some of, well, I guess you might see the real one soon, but, uh, you know, they're kind of cute in the Disney attraction where, like, at the beginning when it shows them on stage doing, like, the, the Almond Brothers thing or whatever, they're, they're kind of terrifying. Like, uh, he's kind of That's perfect. As he, they should have been more, guys. like, accurate bears. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is one note I made where um, there is a scene towards the end of the film where Ted comes to the door to talk to, uh, to, talk to Barry and, and Dex answers the door. And I was thinking right when that happened, like if he just mauled him, it would be so funny. Well, what would be great would have been if just just for that one shot, they used an actual live bear and it just roared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that, yeah. If Jim Henson had directed this, there would be at least one like just bear attack randomly for for laughs. So, <laughs> but but still, yeah, I, I thought it was really funny and um, you know, generally very enjoyable. I'm. Pretty sure Christopher Walken was not wearing pants when he kept smashing that model. 
<laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> no, no, he, he had many models. Not that model. He had yeah. many models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they built so many models for this. I was like, what's going on? That was great. Um, also, the reveal oh, no. of who he was. <laughs> yeah. The reveal oh, of who yeah, he yeah. was was one of my favorite Didn't bits see it that... coming. Did not see yeah. it coming. Me neither. Should have, but didn't. Yeah, the thing is, um, as he starts playing his, you know, arm fart music. <laughs> this was uh, the director is an Animaniacs guy, and the um, the guy who played Freakazoid, Paul Rugg, apparently wrote about half of this script, but he's uncredited. And I credit that. I don't know if you guys are Freakazoid fans, but I'm a huge fan of that cartoon. Um, and this has is in that vein. It's sort of like wacky, but dark enough that it's not like out of control wacky. The only time I've been close to the Animaniacs in the past 20 years, there's a song in Animaniacs where he lists all the countries of the world. Yep. And there's a YouTube video where he repeats each country for um, once for every 10,000 deaths in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit where he's just like, Russia, 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 for like minutes. <laughs> That's a fitting. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, so, yeah. I recommend yeah. that if you want to melt your brain. <laughs> oh, I will be watching that tonight. <laughs> but, I, I uh, did, but... Something I picked up, maybe you noticed on your first view, I, I did. it didn't quite um, settle in until I was watching it this time, though, which actually is only a second time, just how much theming and detail there is to the honey bar. So I was like <laughs> really enjoying the, sets the honey are great. bar. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the um hive lamps and you know it's all yeah i just i didn't notice it the first time i want to hang out in the honey bar that looks like fun probably yeah, watch out come out with diabetes though yeah i don't know i don't don't think honey gives you diabetes i think it does something else to you i don't know <laughs> turns oh, you into a bee diabetes yeah diabetes <laughs> just i don't know <laughs> um, did, did you hear about the guy who was trying to steal honey what he about diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it an elephant in the room for everybody else that this resembles Bucky Larson in a lot of ways, but is better? I guess, I guess yeah. it's rated. It's I guess it's rated higher. A lot funnier. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the correlation with the Muppets is a lot stronger. But now that you mention I'm, it. Just the story, the thrust of the story, and you have like an innocent of the guy, accents. <laughs> an innocent guy who who runs away from home. I mean, in this case, he without permission, but you know, it didn't really matter a whole lot in the long run. Uh, to yeah. make instead of making porn, he's making country music. Same thing, really. Mm. I think um, I would make a comparison to um, what was it called, The Love Guru. That I think one of the things that lets this film down is that it it doesn't have any bite in how it does country music whereas yeah, like, i think country music is rife to be made fun of but this film treats it like it's just beloved high art <laughs> that that also makes sense that um that you make that reference because it had the whole nine to five cover in the beginning that that john pointed out when we watched that that they just oh, yeah. did the whole song and there's no jokes in it really yeah and this has uh, multiple they yeah. do the whole song and there's no jokes yeah. yeah, there was definitely the exact like in the back of the room, like you, you, this is the person, you know, as they're as Disney's trying to find exposure for their upcoming young, you know, starlets. I mean, that's the excuse for well, two of the songs, as we mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. Which well, uh, 
part that sorted through. <laughs> I guess so, they were um, just. Can you tell me, Matt? Sorry, this is a complete non sequitur. I just need to ask no, you. Go I remember. Go for it. Was there an actual child in a bear costume for this whole film? No, it was voiced by Haley Joe Osment. Nobody well, who was in the who... costume. Two Muppeteers. Ah, oh, so there was no. Or one. Huh. What there was, was there was for each bear. bear there was one uh one actor in a suit and then one uh person doing the controlling the faces. I see. There is an anecdote about see, a bunch it, of people. It seemed it seemed such a height that I could only <laughs> imagine a child inside there. Um, could find there, a little person, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'm sh- sure that. Yeah. I mean, if you put my girlfriend in a bear costume, I think you would assume she was a child. She's quite short. <laughs> I don't think they put Haley Joe Osment in there. So, well, no, there's, you know what that there's means to go in there. Sora is in this film. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so, are the country bears in Kingdom Hearts at all? I hope so. I don't think so. Maybe the next one. Yeah. Check well, the next one's going to be Star Wars and Marvel. We all know that. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the voices. Actually, none of the voices are particularly well known. Um, uh, Kevin Michael Root. Richardson is like a a fantastic voice actor. He's in just everything. If you look at his bio they got a proper voice actor i'm talking you know people like just name recognition like yeah i'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm saying toby they got voice actors yeah toby huss uh, did a bunch of king of the hill voices and some other things uh brad garrett from what everybody loves raymond i think i didn't love raymond i never saw that well there you go uh diedrich bader has been in a ton of stuff maybe this is just more people who i know from things that i've daryl mitchell this was his last role before he got paralyzed in a motorcycle accident yeah i did not know that at all when when you said elephant in the room i thought that actually might have been the elephant in the room Uh. that kind of makes this movie slightly depressing yeah for real especially because the police were the police were just there to get their time wasted there's no real reason for them to be in this movie (laughs) right they, they do anything five minutes of padding but did a pretty i mean they were pretty funny i mean it's good yeah they're they're funny you gotta give them that Fake Those guys are good. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they did some good cop shtick. I, it was more of a thing where I was just always, I'm always obsessing over plot details and like what, basically Barry could have just called, and then that stuff would have happened. All he had to do was just call. No, he did call, and they were like, well, well, you know, he's a child. He might have been told to say that, which I think is a fair response. That is actually very, um, very true. Um, so, also, I love that their last name was Barrington, even though they were the humans. But yeah. go ahead, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Barry Barrington's like the dumbest name ever. Like, yeah, but then when they're like, spelling of Barry. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's great. Um, there is some anecdote I found somewhere on the internet where a bunch of people were uh, doing a studio tour or a, a Hollywood star tour, and they happened upon the uh, scene where Elton John was with all the bears. And uh, apparently one of the bears got plugged in wrong. Their face went all crazy. And he said, that's what he looked like when he, when he used to do Coke. Anyway, sure, why not? That's, that's the anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story for it. That's the, uh, the story. It, it is weird watching this after seeing rocket man, like thinking of Elton John's like trajectory. I guess he was in a boring place in 2001, 2002 though. I feel like that's, that's, doldrum he was just done doing drugs and just gonna hang out 
do bear yeah. stuff. Right. He probably sense. was just gardening a lot. That's true. I'm, he lived, or he lives here. I think it used to be if you go to the Tower Records, you would have a pretty decent chance of running into Elton John. I don't think I ever saw him, but they Matt, did you ever a, see him? No, they would open out on release day. They would open Tower Records an hour early for him. So he could go shopping by himself with his entourage and just buy every new release. Not good for him. Right. So I, I've, I've heard Tower Record workers who obviously, you know, regularly saw him. But yeah, they, they arranged for him to come in like when the plebes were not there. Hmm. I, yeah, maybe. But, is a, you know, he lived in a or lives in a high rise very close to that location. So it makes sense. Well, of his places, I guess. He, yeah, the over there in Buckhead. Like, I'm sure he has money. Yes. In this movie. They went to his he, house on the studio. Uh, lot. He lives on the studio a lot. He sure does. <laughs> um, But yeah, talk about Barry. I, I do like how like dumb he is. Like, I feel like you usually want to make the they usually want to make the kid character like slightly smart. But I, I always appreciate the, the the dumb kid in a movie, you know? Mm hmm. Like the one time he solves one of their problems is by like gambling their bus. <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually that that one song was kind of fun just because you get like him. Yeah, that, that, that actually thinking. I didn't skip because that felt like the song was relevant and part of watching the film. Is Brian Setzer the devil? Yeah. Mm, sure. Okay. It's a bus devil. Did you know this is the same bus from Almost Famous? I wrote that the scene where um, where Ted goes back to Barry's room at the end was exactly the same scene from Almost Famous. Well, there you go. This is a parody this of is Almost not Famous. Not the bus from Speed. That's right. That bus exploded. I think mm -hmm. it went. It went under fifty miles an hour. Eventually, or I don't think this bus could hit fifty miles an hour. No, I, I think I've told the story before where I had to drive a bunch of kids in a. 25 year old school oh well, you had to bomb it down the hills to make it back up the hill yeah i think i worried i'm gonna kill Yikes. everyone every time i go down a hill <laughs> well to be fair the previous pro well i guess i was technically a professional bus driver if you have a license you are but um yeah the the, the lady who was driving the bus to just suddenly quit the day before so <laughs> if not for me there would have been no field trip for the children to the roller disco so if you was had to gamble the, the bus, you went to? was that was it actually the roller disco you went to? Yeah, like in the deep Fight. countryside. It was like country roller disco. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, what was I thinking about? What were you thinking about? I don't know what I was thinking about. Say something else. So if you were going to make a new sort of, you know, Muppet-esque film like this, what would be your combination of animal and ridiculous kind of like musical celebrity act uh disco cougars we have met plenty of those in the nightclub mate yeah exactly <laughs> that's the joke that's about. the joke is that they're disco cougars but like none of them are older women until you get to the end and then there's like one this one is the boss <laughs> and be like it's me i am the boss of the disco cougars yeah <laughs> so it's, it's come like to my Fabulous, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely fabulous with cougars in a disco. I mean, <laughs> the animal. Okay. Uh, geez, I don't know if I can top that idea, and I didn't have one off the top of my head. Um, I didn't either. Now, now I feel. I'd like want to see something with octopuses. Just like That'd be great. 
just imagine them like you know just with their eight limbs wiggling around human society and no one commenting on it be really funny i bet we haven't gotten there with the cgi yet but no um, but i bet if they put that kind of money into an animatronic we could yeah, about yeah I, think, I think loose question requires this to be animatronics. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't probably better. I don't want CGI. We already had the dinosaurs sitcom, so that was covered. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't say dinosaurs. Otherwise, I would have obviously <laughs> done so. I mean, is, is Kaiju too close? I would say, what if we just got a bunch of the old Godzilla costumes and did a sitcom about them living in a house? That's where I was about <laughs> to land. Like they're the all screaming and they're subtitled. That would be great. <laughs> Without saying it more, it's like the end of sense. Big Man Japan, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, there's something... Uh, I mean, the reason I even brought that up about being hard to animate is that there's something about horses are apparently very hard to animate. And uh, that's part of why people doubt whether we're going to get the uh, JoJo, what, eighth arc? <laughs> Steel Ball Run? is like, apparently... It's about I, horse racing. I, yeah, exactly. I just watched Attack on Titan, and like towards the end, there's a bunch of like horse stuff where you can tell it's just like the top of a horse with a cloud under it for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they just couldn't do it. Um, step up just to the didn't. challenge. Well, I mean, step up to paying your animators. Yeah. That's yeah. the challenge. Yeah. Also, ma- not making them do eight series in a year. Oh, <laughs> uh, now it's depressing. Now it's depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm hopefully working for the... Another reason why I want my octopus film to be puppets is because, you know, those guys are unionized. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, speaking of puppets, there is an interesting interview online with Terry Harden, who was uh, Big Al and Trixie. That's where mm. I got a lot of my puppeteering information, but um, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes photos of of the bears and things like that, which is, I always love stuff like that. I I love... The uh, art of puppetry and the... yeah, one of the things watching us is you do have to keep reminding yourself. No, they're not watching dumb CGI bears. They actually made these. You I know? I didn't have to remind myself of that at all. I was immediately just ro- like relishing in it. I, was like, well, oh, they, they, I assumed they... it was CGI bears. I I did not know. So if I'd known, then I would have just probably watched this a while ago. Really? Oh man, if this would come out in two thousand one and they were CGI bears, imagine watching that now. It'd be horrendous. That's a good point. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. I just um well, that's what I'm saying from the 2024 state of mind. You're saying ah, CG- no, they didn't. No, they actually did this. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, time is so nebulous that I don't I sometimes I forget where the point is that we just everything was CGI hell and that was at least after Iron Man. Around because... here, well that's it. I think it was starting to happen here, but mm-hmm. like the stuff they were making at this point looks dog shit now. Like I guess yeah. this I this movie is maybe one of the last big analog blasts. Maybe that's part mm. of its charm for me. Mm. Like, I mean, what, what, what's after this? I mean, unless they're like intentionally like a Nolan film, like I'm just going to do it all, you know, like as an intentional oh, throwback. Oh, this year was the same year as, um, of course, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Mm. So again, just, yeah, that people were not going to see these films at this point. And the thing is, I love the way those apes look. I Oh, yeah, I love the visuals of that film. I haven't really watched the whole thing, but I do love the apes. No, the design's fantastic. It's a- But also, it's a- Mummy it's Returns a- with that CGI rock at the end. That was this year. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, I, Mark, you were just saying 
tell you. I didn't see it. Never watched the mummies, but I did see uh, the mummy and the mummy return. And I remember coming out of the theater, the mummy return, being like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> but also, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, Lord of the Rings this year. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings is, like was the perfect blend. And and also the they had Weta, yeah. Like Peter Jackson basically built this incredibly talented effects group up and was to have them all to himself, which is the last time that happened was Star Wars. But the kids' film that was eating this film's lunch was Shrek, mm-hmm. which was CGI and also had the bite that this film didn't have. Like Shrek was like taking shots at Disney in a way this film was not taking shots at country music. That's true. Uh, Shrek is the right kind of the perfect blend of edgy and uh, edgy, but still has a, a good heart. It yeah, it has a good heart and it has a, a an airtight story, which is very important. Yeah, just to put it out there, uh, budget on this was thirty-five million. Box office eighteen million. So this was like yeah. a massive badly. failure. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are what are the Shrek numbers? Shrek is oh, Shrek, Shrek's numbers are big. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just like wondering if it if it hit the the. Now it's like you you didn't really. If you don't hit a billion, you're a flop. These right, days, yeah. right, right. That's mm. what I'm saying. But I doubt Shrek made that kind of thing. Men in Black Two, but I, I want to say Men that in Black CGI Two. I love does have, a, but now that film does have a but, bunch of puppets and then some dreadful CGI. Yeah, like the CGI where it's all the aliens are playing Twister and we're looking like dog shit. Even like this, mm-hmm. the minute it came out, so yeah. Uh, Spy Kids again, bunch of yeah, shockingly bad CGI, but did more be- did better than this. The Adventures of Pluto for, Nash, four hundred ninety one for um. Shrek, by the way, I was just—I was just curious. What is yeah. a massive bot blockbuster in 2001? Actually, Shrek's a year earlier, so uh, oh. it did—it didn't directly eat this film's launch. Oh, this was 2002. This is 2002. That's why oh, I've been looking at 2001 this whole time. Oh, okay. that's why I was saying it's so funny that they closed the attraction in Disneyland in 2001 and then released this movie. It's like that's—I guess that's a corporation that doesn't talk to itself, but. <laughs> I believe these. <laughs> I believe these uh, departments are incredibly separate. Yeah. Um, I think maybe now they're trying to bring them closer together because ne- you know now they're opening more themed things. And interestingly, Universal is doing more uh, like uh, I don't want to say generic, uh, broad thing. Have you, did you see their reveal? The reveal video for all the new stuff they're doing opening in uh, Florida. YouTube suggests I watch it, but I watched. Um, yeah. What did I watch instead? Oh, I, I don't need to pay with, attention to Donkey Kong. I watched what would happen. They barely said anything about that, unfortunately. Asteroid hit the Earth the size of Rhode Island. It was trying to suggest what would actually happen. I mean, that I'd go to that theme park. But, but I'm um, just saying that's what I watched instead of the Universal video. Oh, uh, um, but yeah, look, they're they're doing a lot of stuff that's sort of like what is it like Poseidon's Wrath, where it was basically you're just seeing really cool effects, but it's a public domain thing. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff mm. where it's like go to the, go and see the the horoscope, <laughs> which I don't have a problem with. Really, I don't want everything to be themed all the time. I don't want to feel like I'm being sold intellectual property. That well, said, in, I in wish in the UK we don't have like Universal or Disney. We just have Alton Towers and Thought Park, which are just yeah. Hey, look, we have stuff oh. that whizzes you around really fast. But Alton Towers has some of the best roller coasters ever, and I really yeah, yeah, yeah. go there. <laughs> they have a Wicker Man. About. They have a Wicker Man roller coaster, and it's like half of it's on fire when you're going past it. I really want to ride that. Uh, anyway, um, but keep in mind, though, yeah, I mean, the Country Bears is 
original theme park IP, right? This is when they were making. Well, yeah, true. A bunch like, of the, the Disney Mansion, ones were originally here. Yeah. Mission to Mars. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. they they were so pirates. now they have films, but yeah, that's yeah. You say well, Pirates it... of the Caribbean. Now you are saying a major, you know, pop culture icon if you like it or not. But uh, you know, it was originally just this theme park attraction. It yeah, it is. Well, and the film was originally Monkey Island, but let's not go into that. Wait, the film for Pirates of the Caribbean was Monkey Island. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they ripped. The, they were going to make a Monkey the Island film at one point. They pulled out of it and then ripped off a bunch of ideas from that to make Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God, that's is that why it was that good? Too. Yeah, is that why it was good is <laughs> because they had like Monkey Island writing on it. Oh my God. Anyway, when that did come out, we were just all blown away by how good it was, and then mm -hmm. I got really bored in the sequel and never really watched the. I liked the sequels at the time because I was a kid, but mm -hmm. I very much doubt they hold up. Yeah. I don't know. Is like um, the fourth or fifth sequel or something on our list? What, I one? don't think so. No, I wouldn't be super Pirates surprised. Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't think it is. None of them are on the list now. Yeah, uh, I think those are generally considered at least like a decent, not not terrible. Mm. Oh, um, here's, here's, how bad the, here's how bad the marketing was for this movie. Uh, mm -hmm. It says here that the first teaser trailer... Release the trailers were attached to Max Keeble's Big Move and the Little Flying Bears Defenders of the Environment. So no one saw the trailers for this thing. And um, this this is kind of sad. Prior to the film's release, a sequel was announced to be in development, but no further news came out. So I guess it's Aww. still in development. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's why they're we're gonna we were already planning the sequel, guys. And yeah, <laughs> I love if a sequel just came out and it was just like same cast, still using puppets. And they just did not acknowledge that any time had passed. That would be fantastic. That, someone <laughs> sure. should do that. Yeah. Um, all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are like between eight and six point five. So they're wow. Even the generally, yeah, generally well liked. Um, there, there is like some reappraisal of this film from what I was, you know, you can Google things forever because everybody's written something about everything, but mm. um, it looks like. Generally, you know, you it's can one of those Google things, things forever because someone's <laughs> written something forever. about everything. It's true <laughs> that, like this true podcast, words have never been spoken. Um, apparently, yeah, going to Google, you type in country bears, and then pe people do ask, "Is there a country bears too?" So, I mean, which is well deserved. This is, I think, an objectively good family film, and uh, mm -hmm. so we're calling I can it see a film. Th Smells like honey and bears, yeah. here, but it's a film. I. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's raunchier than the fucking porno comedy we just watched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, maybe you already have something. Are you taking on a, a one star or a ten star, or have you done neither yet? I was looking for a one star, and I I'll haven't look... found a specifically good one yet. Okay, I'll be on the prowl for a, a ten star. But it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're looking from the, the, the you know, film film school perspective that this is just kind of there but mm. if christopher walken sees something in it then something must be going right yeah i i think the objection is just like like luke was saying who's this for it's just most people are not going to see this film and be like this was made for me a somebody <laughs> i don't i don't know who this is for it was made for matt yeah, it's made for matt <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's made for me. Well, it's like, I, did. I we, only knew that last year, though, you know? We all enjoyed it, but we don't, none of us really give a damn about country music. So we're not, we're not like drawn to that part of it. Um, but as I, I always just, called him out for, Matt, despite being from the South, 
has never played a banjo. I would. Give me a banjo, I'll play it. I think I could banjo it. Wood's not good enough, Matt. <laughs> Hard to find you a to banjo go... in Japan. Yeah, you probably would. I'd... I know where to find the electric sitar Mark and I saw in Space 1999, but I don't know where to go banjo. <laughs> What's the Japanese instrument? What is it? The koto, where it's like... Ding, 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 ding. Koto I want one of those. It's, it's the one uh, yeah, shamisen. I want one of those. I want okay. one of those. Those are kind of fun. Um, kind of fun. Okay, I, I have a, I have a ten, um, okay. which it's yeah, it's not that long. Okay. Oh my entertainment lord, you have shown me the way, and it, it is thy country bears. In times of depression, consisting of Disney being nothing but high school cheerleading, relationships, and violence. Uh, two thousand six. If you need a date on that. There would be one movie that would take all of these troubles and shove it out the window, bringing forth a light shining from a distance, yet it is that of Thy Country Bears. This movie would belong in a category of some G-rated Disney movies that are somewhat intelligent in my book, known as vacation movies, because it's like being in a Disney park. And uh, then they kind of go on about nothing for a while. So see if the bears can save the concert hall when you see the light with Thy Country Bears. Ten out of ten, four out of six found it helpful. I don't know why they kept saying die, but you know, <laughs> you get into okay. again, you run your bit into the ground, right? Yeah. Here's a, I found a one star review I want to read just because, like, it's so the opposite of everything we've said. Okay. Well, one star is harsh, but this deserves it. That's what I was going to read. Go for it. <laughs> wow. That was an excruciating watch. From literally the first few seconds, you know where the country bears is going, both with the plot, but also with the concept of the bears themselves. That's if you didn't already guess from the poster. As I always tried to find the positive parts, yeah, if I was forced to pick something, it would be one or two of the songs, which are not horrid. There's also a notable cameo from an English musician. I guess that's one. On the contrary, where to start with the negatives? The bears. Having people in costumes is always a bad idea. It cheapens everything else around it. They have little or no emotion, so it's impossible to feel attached to the characters. The dub-like audio for them and other parts of the film is very poor. No one stands out in the cast with the exception of Christopher Walken. But that's only because of Walken's fame, not his role in this. The premise is so predictable and lazy they don't even attempt to throw you off the scent. Instead, trying to force a heartwarming story which doesn't land whatsoever. I, no matter what, always feel one star is harsh, but this deserves it. Of the 1,106 films I've currently seen... This is just a fifth, the fifth time a film has scored this low with me. Truly dreadful. How many films have there Yeah. Been? That last sentence. That's just what really ties it together. I love it when people just, they're like, put it out there. Like of the one, I, I have seen so many films and this is only one of very few that I have rated. <laughs> yeah. I have pronounced my rating upon. Great. I like that they're like, oh, they're the good thing about this is the song. The bad thing about this is that it has puppets and costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you say uh, well, that was written in 2020, people... oh, okay. that wasn't even written in like 2002. <laughs> I I do love that we have the choice between like contemporary and actual like stuff. I, I love when there are reviews that are of the time. Matt, was your review of the time? Well, I, I did my little aside and said it was 2006, so it was several years oh, later. Because they were sorry. complaining it was all cheerleaders in high school with Disney <laughs> at that point. 
So hmm. I sorry, I missed that because I was looking up stuff. No, no, but, yeah, uh, yeah, we were cool. both ignoring Matt because we were trying to find out <laughs> our review to read it after. So and we yeah, found I'm sure the listeners one. enjoyed it. Matt. Like maybe yeah. maybe I'll listen to it later and then I'll hear it. I mean that that's what happens when you podcast, right? So I mean, yeah. The, the, the danger uh, of podcasting and everyone suddenly realizes they have nothing to say and everyone just stares at each other, which I, I don't think we do too much, but it happens. So mm. there's one other, there's one actual casualty in this film. It's like you're worried about the Country Bear Hall being torn down, but um, that diner, which was called, I don't have the name of it up, oh, the, the cool looking diner the where yeah. they had the music and the great curtain number. Yeah, it had an awesome sign, so I looked it up. That was torn down like immediately after this movie was filmed. Hmm. Uh, and, and rebuilt Johnny's oh. Boiler. But it's like Johnny with one N. Um, okay. It was rebuilt to look kind of the same. It's like, I guess in California, it, it's weird. Like being here in Atlanta, there's just one big giant like garbage restaurant. It's called the Varsity, and there's just never really been any other ones. If you go to somewhere like the Midwest or California, sometimes they have tons of them. Um, the the uh, you know '60s architecture, but yeah. I was anyway, say they might have rebuilt it, but if they didn't do it, can can you rebuild something that actually looks like it's from like you know 1962? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Go there and find out. I guess I would like to. I'll I'll let you know if I ever go to whatever California that is. Does it still have the scent of linoleum and? asbestos you know probably not downey california okay but anyway um so r.i.p to that uh, and r.i.p to the original country bears mm. um looking forward to the new one and happy birthday matt well, and happy you. birthday to this podcast which is now a year old as of uh, april 1st yep <laughs> no wait never mind i thought it started on your birthday for some reason no, i made the, list the, the concept birthday. came up on matt's birthday yeah. This our, is the list of... the our list of the hundred films was saved at Matt's birthday. Yes. Ah, well. So at some point we to... should do the um, Mark's review thing that he wanted to yeah. do. That I don't think we'll fill a whole podcast, but <laughs> the year recap. I mean, yeah. if we could fill a a week with it and make that the podcast for the week, and give ourselves a week to only do that. Mm. To do what? To like Recap look at how the... the list has changed since you started oh. it, oh, and right, what films right, right. we're missing out on watching, and what films we're escaping from being subjected to, <laughs> and and maybe just recap stuff like what was your favorite film, what was your least favorite, etc. Right, what was the filthiest? It could thing? be a nice cut off date to stop mentioning um, Once Upon a Time in America. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode that, that'll be the retired yeah. bit at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, we got this far without mentioning, and then you screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the theme for this year. Is this is the the first season is the Once Upon a Time in America season. <laughs> like how in Game Game Show we had a year of ripping into Eugene Nack, and now it's our year to rip into Todd Howard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is Yuji Naka still in prison, or did he get out? He, he was in. He's in like a house arrest kind of. He's like in prison, prison. Ah. I think. Well, yeah, there's a oh, man when I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff on Todd Howard. I'm just gonna let you guys do that. <laughs> but <laughs> I love when something random comes up like, oh, he was voice acted in some Fallout game. Oh, yeah, that, that clip terrible. came up. <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, great stuff. Uh, anyway, if you would like great stuff like that, you should check out other podcasts that you can find at Podcastio, Podcastius on Patreon. Like the oh, aforementioned. Yeah. Sorry, guy. I was going to say, you can listen to the most recent game game show, which has Matt on it. I'm on that, that is one. true. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I think I requested that. So thanks for fulfilling my request. That was fun. Uh, it was. It, uh, I didn't know you had requested that. We just didn't have an episode that week. And I had Matt and Mercy with me. And I was like, let's do a podcast. I think where we were just hanging out. Sometimes you guys talk about what you're going to do. And I said, you guys should just do a game game show where you quiz Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it came. It came true. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who won, but you might that. you might guess. You might find oh, out. Might a fun it. episode would be we get like Matt or someone who's not a gamer, and we each yeah. have questions, and whoever whoever he could get the more of your questions right wins. <laughs> 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 like me and you could do one and see who he's actually been listening to when we talk about games. Oh my god! All right, that sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> Anyway, well, hopefully that's coming sometime. Uh, but, you know, check out Game Game Show, Luclo's Pokemon, uh, Hyrule Field Report, Podcast 1999, Time Enough Podcast. Um, damn it. Hyrule I said Field I'm Report, write officially these down. a podcast by Super Chat. Nice. <laughs> damn it podcast. For uh, the Damn It Podcast. I said a cult. I didn't say cult Disney, and um, I didn't say... Goodbye and farewell. Have yourself a jamboree with some bears. Real bears. What kind of bears do you mean by real bears? (laughs) I was proud of myself for not making a single cocaine bear reference the entire time. I made a cocaine bear reference. What? Shit. Am I doing out listening to you at all? What's going on? When when, uh, you're talking about there should have been one shot where you open the door and it's a real bear. I said, oh, cocaine bear. You're talking directly to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all talked over each other in that section. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. understand. It's like a, it's like a Robert Altman film, right? Mm-hmm. Some of my more entertaining yeah. jokes you don't hear unless you listen to the uh, underneath the other person talking. Because <laughs> I'll just keep saying it and never return to it. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the sidewalk with Dickie chewing, talking, holding a beer. Walking in the dark back of Clearview, Jerry's candy store is always near. Sun went down some hours ago, all the park cars are crowding the street. Backing up on Utopia Park, where we're looking for our friends to meet. Ricky in robes and this Larry tossing cigarettes to the ground By the cars of the crowd in the corner passing that one lit joint around Gloria Pizza and Scotty's are closed now the river's turned off its light Jack in the box, McDonald's and Weston's the only ones left now to bite. Storefronts are closed, our lives are still open. Nowhere to reach but make love or sleep. Regardless of choice, it becomes the next day. We all press reset and then we repeat. What are we gonna do later? Buy cheap wine at the liquor store. 
Two doors down from the closed you still here We can't afford to buy much more Gallows pork and bottle has joined us Lips dripping the sweet red flow Ever looking for Dan Skin Joyce Is she here or where did she go? Let's go down to 209 schoolyard night or day, it's always been there. Benches by the cement chessboards always filled of kids with long hair. Gloria Pete's and Scotty's closed now, the river turned off its light. Jack in the box, McDonald's and Westerns, the only one now to the fight. The night out of street lamps, neon gives off the comforting glow of sorts. Sweeps over chipped wooden green benches, lining both of the basketball courts. Not enough girls now are here, though, at least not the ones we know well. So let's check out the bay and the hillside since there's no other place we can go. Many folks on blankets and circles, Throgneck Bridge, Bay in the Moon. There's Joyce and Joanne and there's Vicky, Annie Marie and Amy's there too. Storefronts are closed, our lives are still open, nowhere to reach but make love or sleep. Regardless of choice, if it comes the next day, we are pressed, reset, and then we repeat. Mark singing a song in the wind now, his voice swirls like clouds and like smoke. But it's getting way past 4 a.m. now, so we all have to share one last hope. I haven't seen Joyce now for decades Same with Ricky and the other mates Larry and Bobby and Dickie and Mark And I'm buried in all different states But I still see their smiling faces Those alive and those who passed on In the dome light of my red dot sun Way to the dome. Gloria Pizza and Scotty's are closed now. The river's turned off its light. Jack in the box, McDonald's and Western, the only ones left now to bite. Storefronts are closed, our lives are still open Nowhere to reach but make love or to sleep Regardless of choice, it becomes the next day We are press reset and then we repeat